to the Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. Today is Monday, March 21st, and this is episode 156, coming to you from an undisclosed location somewhere in sunny Southern California. A great show for everyone today. I'll be joined by Big Dog and my father to talk all things NFL, a lot of free agency movement. We're going to talk a little March Madness and maybe do a little baseball check-in as well. If you like what you're listening to, go ahead and subscribe to us on the pineapple couch and you can do that on spotify you can do it on apple podcasts uh check us out on youtube as well but let's get the rant over with uh gentlemen dad how are you i am doing well thank you for having me it's good to have you and big dog how are you my friend we're doing well be wrong a lot of moves a lot made. a lot of moves a lot to talk about um i guess we'll start with this this might be a reflection of my recency bias can you name a march that's been this crazy with the NFL in terms of movement? I don't really remember us talking about the NFL in past marches. I know when Brady moved to the Bucks, that was a big deal. But outside of that, Dad? There are a lot of big-name quarterbacks moving around, which isn't normal. Usually those guys stay put. Mm-hmm. Andrew? It feels like, what, four or five franchises are completely different now. Yeah, it kind of feels like the NFL is slowly becoming NBA-like. <laughs> where quarterbacks like get their super maxes. They jump team to team. Um, speaking of quarterbacks moving teams, the first story, Deshaun Watson is traded to the Browns. The Browns uh, give up three first-round picks, a 2023 third-round pick, as well as a 2024 fourth-round pick. Uh, the uh, Texans obviously give up Deshaun Watson. They also give up a 2024 sixth-round pick, I believe. The contract, five years, $230 million. In terms of annual salary, it slots him just behind Aaron Rodgers in terms of most paid. Rodgers is at um, 50. This is at like 46. Um, but this is fully guaranteed, this contract, and it's $80 million more than anyone else has ever been guaranteed in NFL history. And they've also restructured the contract in a way so where he's not set to earn as much money this year, year one, because they think obviously think it is likely that he may get suspended which would cause him to lose pay so a lot to talk about with this topic um first of all when the last time we saw deshaun watson on a football field he was very very good andrew from a football perspective what do you think about this fit in cleveland i think this is a great move by the browns moving on from baker mayfield getting deshaun watson um, I think the quarterback play is the whole reason why the Browns have been bad the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. They've had the defense. They have the best running backs in the league. Uh, I think they should they got resign. Cooper, too. Amari Cooper. They, they got Amari Cooper. I think they should resign OBJ and go <laughs> just to really shove it up Baker's ass. That would be ass, such a I fuck you, Baker. Be, That's not happening. What do you think, Dad, in think terms Browns of, are like, do you, move. like, are they, le- like, legit as fuck now going forward with well, that run no, game? Because this season they're not going to have a quarterback. Because Deshaun Watson is getting suspended yeah. for a substantial period of time. I think t- Deshaun Watson, I know no one really cares, but I think he's a scumbag and he shouldn't be allowed to play in the NFL. But I think I know why they gave him the extra $80 million. That's for the 22 plaintiffs who will be suing him if they haven't already for his money. Yeah, well, and also, like, the, the thing is, like, let's say for the sake of this conversation, Deshaun Watson is completely innocent. Don't you think right now he'd be looking into, like, who the fuck are these 22 people that all organized this assault on me? He would be digging into that a lot harder. I mean, he's a scumbag. 
from what we've heard. But he's. I mean, how long is he going to be suspended for? I mean, like, didn't they just? I who knows? Because I'm just so confused. Because I Ridley's thought, out for that, a year. I thought like you would. They would trade it for him, knowing that. Do you think they had a conversation with the NFL office, and like Cleveland and Houston, the teams, and went in and tried to get a feel for how long? And if they're giving him would be, uh, and if they're giving him fully like the most guaranteed, once you think it's like not, you have to assume that the league office and the teams like some sort of. What's the precedent to compare it to? I've seen who's the biggest sexual assaulter in NFL history. That whole thing, Big Ben was out for like eight games, six games. Was it? I don't remember how long his suspension was. Six to eight games. That was for one incident. Mm -hmm. That was like a drunken incident in a bar. Not yeah. seems like if you came within arm's length of Deshaun Watson, he was going to ask for. He was time. going to molest you. <laughs> I don't know how is... twenty-two people concoct all of those things and keep them. I mean, it, that's that's, and that's a big. The reach. Browns didn't reach out to the twenty-two plaintiffs' attorney before acquiring Deshaun Watson. For what? Where, how long for. was Cream Hunt out for? A year. Don't we think there's already some sort of settlement agreement in principle right now already because they all decided not to press charges and they dropped the case? Yeah, I mean, and that's... I think have you have a better perspective you on don't that have a case. Yeah. And would that agreement still mean he gets suspended, though? Like, even if they... I don't think it has anything it to do anything with the NFL. I think he's just paying them off to... Gotcha keep so they're not they're not pressing charges like felony right <laughs> funny if he cut a deal for 80 million oh my god <laughs> 80 million dollars <laughs> gone and that week. was how much extra cleveland paid they basically but, called him in and said look dude, don't worry about those 22 women we'll pay for it the way he structured his first year of his contract assuming in the suspension the way the browns did that it's not really like yeah that might be honestly factored in i i think there's going to be a lot of pushback about this Deshaun Watson thing. I don't think this is going to go that smoothly. Um, if they think they're going to just let him waltz back into oh, the league and they got have massive blowback, they're, they've completely misread it. Because I... I still think he's going to be really good, though. I think he should be out. At, <laughs> what else matters? I think he, <laughs> I don't think he's, he's going to play good. this year. That matters. I mean, at least half the year, I think he's no chance. At least. I just don't get how... I don't know. It's hard to, like, quantify a punishment with games, but it's like, dude, you have 22 fucking, uh, like, allegations against you. Like, so we're going to say, oh, 16 games. Then he'll learn. How about we start with at least one for every fucking plane? 22 games. Jeez, it should be 22 games. Like, I don't know. It should it, be nice to know why the DA dropped those cases. <sighs> the only thing that makes sense is that they all decided not to cooperate with the DA anymore because they cut a deal. And that's the sad lot of zeros. Sad state of where we're at. Um, in uh, football-wise, let let's say looking ahead, if you compare Deshaun Watson with that run game, Miles Garrett on the defensive end, that is a very formidable team. That is also, I mean, the AFC just keeps getting stacked and stacked. We'll talk about that a little more later. But and the AFC got another quarterback today, Matt Ryan to the Colts for a third-round pick. Um, the Falcons pick up Marcus Mariota after Matt Ryan leaves. I like the the value if you're uh, the the Colts, a third round pick for Matt Ryan. Um, I don't think Matt Ryan's taking you to a Super Bowl, 
but it kind of seems like the Colts game plan has been like, let's just be average. And that's what I, I would be disappointed if I were a Colts fan, they just tried this experiment with Phillip rivers who and Carson a, Wentz and had, bringing in a quarterback at the tail end of his career. Who's not very mobile. And yeah, I don't know. It just seems like I've seen this movie before and it's not going to work. It's because they've had five different quarterbacks the last five years for one year each time. Yeah, it's it's uh, and he's also struggling. very expensive. Like you could have, yeah, it's, all the free agents or other people you're gonna trade for. You're paying Matt Ryan. He's like forty six million dollar cap hit this year. Kirk Cousins signed a one year deal. That. Does he go to Indianapolis next year? I don't know. It'd sure be nice That's... for the Colts if Andrew Luck hadn't gotten hurt. Yeah, and that really screwed them. Yeah. That's so weird to think. His luck would still be like in his. He'd still prime. be really. He, he was so fun to watch too. Mm-hmm. My favorite is how he'd like compliment the guys after they just yeah. completely <laughs> demolished him. That was helps good. him up, shakes his hand. That was a good hit. Um, in terms of the trade though, I get like, what are you doing? Just being medium, like you're. I don't what know. Does a that third say? round pick value wise for Matt Ryan to me, that's you can get Matt Ryan for a third round pick. What does that say though that they think of Carson Wentz? Oh, they think he's horrendous. <laughs> Where's they, he going to be? He's the he's in Commanders. commanders. He's Washington, the football wow. team. He's the <laughs> he's the lead. He's the commander. Of yeah, he's the commander. Um, so a lot of uh, QB like a QB carousel this off season. So I want to go through all the divisions and look at the QB situations around the NFL because right now Baker Mayfield is requested a trade from the Browns. They obviously have Deshaun Watson now, so they are going to cooperate with that i assume it would be a real fuck you is like no you have to stay and play for us while deshaun is suspended i hope they don't do that and they uh, watch him go like eight no too and going into deshaun watson coming back and they have baker mayfield just tearing it up i like baker i i'm curious to see where he will land next uh jimmy g the niners also basically announced that they were gonna get rid of him this offseason nothing has happened yet so those are two quarterbacks where we presume we'll see them starting so somewhere Trey in the, Lance in is the football. This year. Well, we'll get to that. I don't. Think we'll get to that's that. Happening. Okay, AFC West. We'll start with that. Mahomes, Herbert, Carr, and Wilson. All good. Quarterbacks are done there. Well, AFC North. Good might be a stretch for Carr. The Raiders aren't looking to replace. If Derek Carr starts zero and two, in, he's not getting benched. They did bring in Devontae. Yeah, so I think Derek Carr's. I think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. He tries so hard. Yeah, he's also kind of a pussy, though. Yeah, um, AFC is. North, you have Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. You have Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. And you have um, Deshaun Watson in Cleveland in now. Cleveland. And then so the only one that's up in the air there, if maybe they could potentially add a Baker or a Jimmy G, would be Pittsburgh. Or are they in on Trubisky? Is the Trubisky signing a, a backup signing or is that hey let's buy low on this guy and see what we can do i think they're gonna give trubitsky a year i think they did a buy low i, I don't hate it i gotta I just, say i don't hate i don't it. like it for the uh, steelers at all uh, i think it's a terrible move if you're the steelers but uh, i think they're gonna roll with that i mean the other option let him is cook. to trade for what jimmy g who else is yeah, out there so that's right that is a scenario but if you're do you see the steelers going for jimmy g because i don't think they're gonna like, I go inner division with Cleveland and get Baker Mayfield. The Browns aren't trading Baker Mayfield to Pittsburgh. So I don't think either. I think they go Trubisky. Let's go now to the AFC East. You got Josh Allen. You got Zach Wilson. You got Mac Jones. Those are locked in. Is Tua in Miami locked in? Hell no. No. 
is would it shock you if the it was announced tomorrow that Baker Mayfield or Jimmy G went to the Dolphins? I would be pretty stunned. I don't know. I mean, I don't have faith in Tua. I'd be surprised if it's Baker Mayfield more than Jimmy G. But I I'd be surprised kind of if it's, I think they'd just keep Tua if they're going to go with out. I mean, if they could have pulled somebody like Russell Wilson, it's a different story. Yeah. But do you, are you really upgrading? Yeah, Folks, is it worth it? Who's got a higher seeing? Maybe Pua, Tua puts it together. But Jimmy G is Jimmy G. A little too much Jimmy G slander for He's me. still going to throw finish. three horse AFC South. The they're, for now, what you would assume is – I don't think Ryan Tannehill is getting replaced before the season started. I feel pretty confident now that the bigger pieces are off the table. Um, Would you rather have Jimmy G or Ryan Tannehill? Jimmy G. Or are they the, I, I think they're the same guy. I'd rather have Jimmy G, but I'm higher on Jimmy G than basically everyone. You also have now Matt Ryan in Indianapolis, and you have Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. Apparently, Houston really likes this Davis Mills guy. They got in the second or third round last year. I mean, he beat the Chargers. So, um, so maybe – they're just going full tank rebuild. I don't see Houston getting involved in this. They're clearly it, going full tank rebuild. NFC West, 49ers. Dad, do you think they're going to keep Jimmy G? Right now, I would say, yeah. They don't have a whole lot of other do you options. Want them and Trey Lance is not a viable option as a starting quarterback right now. You're confident in that? Yeah. I saw the one. I went to the one game in Arizona he started last year, and mm-hmm. it was bad. Okay. So you think they should bring back Jimmy G? I don't think they have a better alternative right what now. What about Baker? I hate Jimmy G. Would you rather <sighs> Baker or Jimmy G? No, but you're well, not convincing Baker to come in for a year. Yeah, I just don't. You need. It kind of helps that Jimmy G's already there as opposed to bringing in someone to bridge the gap. I could have seen it with a guy like Matt Ryan. Matt that Ryan probably would have been better. Let him mentor Trey Lance a little bit. And he was in Atlanta with Kyle Shanahan. Doesn't have a big ego. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Um, the. Here is the team I think Baker's going to. I think he's going to the Seahawks. I think that he's totally going to go. The Are best gonna... The best version of Baker Mayfield is a running game, RPO, play-action type quarterback where he's just handing the ball off. I don't and... think they're going to pay that kind of money for a quarterback. They just jumped Bobby Wagner, too. They're clearly tanking. I think they're going to get Baker Mayfield. Who's their backup quarterback? Drew Locke. Drew Locke. And do they still have Geno Smith? Maybe I don't. I don't know. I would. I think Baker Mayfield would be a Seattle Seahawk. Like Baker would be a good fit there, but I don't. Think I would like Baker. I think Baker's I don't think a good fit there. Because I, I don't think, like you say, you don't cut. Okay. Wilson and Wagner. All right. If you're not Let's go through a couple more options. NFC North. Justin Fields is in Chicago. They're going to give him that year. Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. Kirk Cousins just got signed for a year contract. Uh, the Goffster. I'm saying he's safe. Keep Jared Goff. I I don't know. Don't replace Jared Goff with Jimmy G or Baker Mayfield. Keep rolling with the Goffster. I'm a, I'm a pro Jared Goff guy. If I were Detroit, I would trade Jared Goff because I think he has some value. Really? And I would just try to rebuild. If Matt Ryan gets you a third round, if you have to give up a third round pick to get Matt Ryan, what do you have to give up to Matt get? Matt Ryan's like 150 years old, though. So you're saying you could give up, like you you could trade Jared Goff and get a second round pick? I don't Maybe. think you could. If I could, I would do that. No, I because I think they're so far away in Detroit. I like they, the coach. They shat all over Jared Goff last year. Remember when their coach was like blaming him yeah, for but all their he, losses? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's gotten kind of a raw deal. He him. has. I mean, he's not very good, but he's just Easy. been just been a. What do you think, Andrew? Kicker. I mean, the Lions. I just feel like it doesn't really matter what they do. I right just don't now, see the point in upgrading. I, I, to... But 
I mean, he's a like what the twenty third best quarterback. And what does changing Jared Goff with Baker Mayfield? Nothing. You might as well just write it nothing. out because you trade. So, you so just, just tank. Get yeah. rid of Goff. Get, play anyone. NFC South. Do you think anyone's going to actually? Who's going to challenge the Packers? I mean, how big of a hit is? Who is no Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball to? No one's going to. It doesn't matter. They're going to try and get Will Fuller. I've heard. Which good? He'll, he'll play like three games and so then get play in October the and then run a bunch of. I don't think back. it. Like honestly, like so the Packers' odds were at plus seven fifty to win it all, and then they lost Devontae. It went to plus nine hundred. I don't think the Packers with Devontae were going to win it all. I don't like. Well, we saw it. what happened in the playoffs last year, but their division's so like they're yeah they're gonna. I don't think anyone's going to challenge them. Isn't Maybe it? Minnesota if you get like a crazy year from Dalvin Cook and. Justin Jefferson? I don't know. Do you think Justin Fields is going to take a leap in year two? I thought it was strange that we always listen to Aaron Rodgers complain about the Packers not surrounding him with talent. And they re-sign him and then lose Devontae Adams like within a week. They offered him the same more money than the Raiders did. Devontae wanted out. So does that mean Devontae Adams doesn't like Aaron Rodgers? No, I don't necessarily think it, he doesn't like him, but I mean, how would you feel if so, Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in the league. He is equal to Aaron Rodgers. Like, he's at his position, right? Deep and up. you hear every year, I don't know. I might leave. I got to do what's best for me. Meanwhile, you're Devontae Adams. The Packers keep fucking franchise tagging you, and you're annoyed about that. And you're like, well, I don't know if this dude's going to change his mind and do what's best for him, so fuck it. I'm going to go to Las Vegas, get the most money. I'm going the- to Vegas from Green Bay. Yeah, and I know Derek Carr, and... You say what you want about Derek Carr. Derek Carr is not going to go change his mind in week six or and not show up or something. I think it was kind of annoying to him to get toyed around like that. Think about it. If you're really good at your craft, like you're an unbelievable player, and you're playing along a guy, and he keeps being like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to stay around, blah, blah, blah. You're probably like, well, dude, I'm I'm the motherfucker that like depends on you to throw me the ball, so I don't know if I want to. So do we think that Aaron Rodgers – was operating under the assumption that Devontae Adams was re-signing when he signed? I think so. I think he trolled I him. Cause I, I wanted to, hey, has, he, has he been asked a question yet, Aaron Rodgers? I don't I think he's hear... gone on McAfee yet. So does that – I would love to have been it's in It's got to be tomorrow. Wouldn't it have be been great Tuesday. to be in the room when they, Aaron Rodgers got informed that he's Devontae like, Adams left for the Raiders? You know all those receivers <laughs> we got? Well, we just traded Devontae. <laughs> Alan Lazardo's your guy now. I hope Alan Lazardo told that him. Not Marquez, door. He's I'm like, pretty hey. sure Marquez Valdez-Scantling is a free agent, too. That, that oh, could not have gone well. And then did you see the rumors? There's like They're like, oh, they're going to trade for Keenan Allen, the Packers. Like, Where did that come from? That was people, uh, like, Packers people fans. Try to, like, Packers, fans, Packers fans, fans are just annoying. They, they literally just, going, just we're going to trade like, for that guy. Yeah. Or Debo Samuel. It's like, it, who else was it? It was Keenan Allen and someone else insanely valuable. I think it was Mike Evans. Yeah, the Bucks <laughs> like, are going to yeah. trade that right now. Yeah, uh, you know who I'm interested in? That I heard the Chargers are interested in Derrick Henry. Wow. <laughs> like yeah. no shit. Yeah. Like, um, okay, um, a couple others. So, I mean, we we just brushed over this. Are the Falcons going to roll out Marcus Mariota? I think they probably will. Um, He's not. It's like, you know. He, He's the embodiment of the Toad character from Mario video games <laughs> as an NFL quarterback. Just a bitch. Yeah, it's just it's just amazing. There's just not a lot of good quarterbacks on planet Earth. There isn't. And that's why they get paid so much damn it's money. Extremely rare talent. Saints re-signed Jameis. 
I love it. I love it. I love. I love Jameis. <laughs> Do it. Let him. Let him. Let him God. sling it. Let he him sling it. Bipolar disorder on a football field. Who's the Panthers quarterback? Well, the Panthers. That's next. Sam Darnold. Cam Newton. Cam Newton. <laughs> and then it's Tom Brady. Oh my God, that guy. Yeah. Walks to the playoffs again. <sighs> the NFC quarterback situation is bleak. I mean, Out of Tom all these Brady, teams, Aaron Rodgers, and then I Jack see. Prescott. Andrew, the Panthers strike me as a potential Baker Mayfield or Jimmy G situation. For sure. Baker Mayfield a little bit. I could see them. Matt Rule. College. I mean, I don't know. Um, last two teams where – so I think the Commanders are set on uh, uh, Wentz for at least this year. I think the Cowboys are with Dak Prescott. Any chance that the Giants would move off of Daniel Jones or the Eagles would move off of Jalen Hurts for ba- Baker Mayfield or Jimmy G? I think the Giants would move off of Daniel Jones for Either. pretty much anyone. I, if I'm the Giants, I would go get Jimmy G or Baker. I would do that yesterday. I would go get Baker. Someone tweeted that in in five year or in three years, Daniel Jones will play a year for the Colts. <laughs> he will keep circulating. Next year. Whatever quarterback finally leaves his old team because he really just does one year on the Colts before they retire. It's going to become a tradition. So out of everything we just went through of the NFL QB roundup, there you made a good point, Dad, that there aren't – it's just a short list of great quarterbacks in planet Earth. Where do you guys think it's most likely we see Jimmy G? San Francisco. 49ers. I will say I think Jimmy G is going to be a New York Giant. Well, you, so you think the Niners are starting Trey Lance? Yeah. That's not happening. And you should see what they're saying. I mean, Steve Young, Joe Montana, these guys. Steve Young and Joe Montana, they, they coach, right, for the well, Niners? They're both in touch with the Niners organization. Kyle Shanahan does not give a fuck what anyone is saying. He is going to do what he wants to do. I think they're going to push out Trey Lance. Do I think it's the right decision? Push out Trey? You think they're going to run him out there to start? Yeah. Yeah. I do. I, that's a train wreck. Waiting I don't, I'm not saying gonna... it's not. I just think that's what they're going to do. I think Jimmy G is going to go to the Giants. I think Baker Mayfield will be a Seattle Seahawk. Andrew, where do you think he goes? Panthers. I like that. Dad, any? G- the Giants. Giants? Okay. Um, all right. Uh, we talked about Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. Let's check in on the AFC West really quick. With just Let's recap this arms race that we got going on, guys. So Raiders, Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones, Max Crosby gets a new deal. Chargers add Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, the tight end Gerald Everett. Not a, not a bad signing. Broncos, Russ Wilson, Randall Gregory. I might be forgetting some. Um, Chiefs, they get Juju Smith-Schuster as well as Justin Reed, who will replace the Honey Badger. A younger option um who got the best out of those four teams who do you think's moves who's the best team in the afc west right now the raiders best chargers team. broncos or chiefs i think you have to go with the chiefs until they you think this tomorrow. year they will be the best team in i actually the AFC think west. juju smith schuster is a perfect pickup for them because he's not a he can dance threat. with uh he's going to be the perfect guy Patrick Mahomes' brother kelsey and tyrone hill him and Jackson can do dances. They fit right in. Stars. God, the Chiefs are the worst. Um, Andrew, who do you think is sitting as the best team in the AFC West I mean, right now? I like the Chargers because I think they transformed. They have a brand new defensive line. I think Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, I think J.C. Jackson. Um, I think the Chargers. I, 
Yeah, I think what I would say is I think who made the biggest improvement is the Broncos because they didn't have a quarterback. Now they have a legit quarterback. That obviously is a bigger jump. If I were to power rank the AFC West of what I think it will be this season, I think one will be the Chargers. I think two will be the Broncos. Three will be the Chiefs. Fourth will be the Raiders. I think the Broncos and Chargers will be better than the Chiefs because the Broncos and Chargers both have – the Chiefs don't have a bad defense – but it's not close to the Chargers or Broncos. And the Raiders, yeah, congrats on Devontae Adams. Your defense is fucking garbage. You're not. You're going to get fucking murdered by, besides And they had Derek Carr throwing the ball. Yeah. Uh, it's like the what Chargers, you, I mean, they still have to prove their defense, but I think I think they will be just fine because I think they finally got, like, Staley's guys and they actually have impact players. What do you think about that ranking I just did? Do you think the Broncos, could you see a world where that happens? I think the Broncos and Chargers are the two best teams in the division now. Uh, I would slightly disagree. I think the Chiefs are the best team in that division still. And then I would say that the Broncos and Chargers are a coin flip. And then the Raiders are kind of substantially behind the rest of them. Yeah, I, I would um, – I. I think that the Chiefs are going to take a dip this season. I think it's hard to make the playoffs seven times in a row. Now they're going for eight times in a row. And I think Russ got a lot of proof yeah. this year because people I think, say he's washed. Um, Broncos, Chargers. What is the X factor for each of these teams, though? Raiders, defense. I mean, if Derek Carr takes a leap. Chargers, it's their offensive line, specifically their right tackle. The Broncos, they have a good defense. They have good weapons. It's really the X factor is if Russ is elite Russ, they are elite because I think they have everything else in place. If, if Russell Wilson is average Russell Wilson, they're pretty good because the Broncos were what eight and eight. Mm-hmm. They have with Teddy Javante Williams is a nice running young running back. Yeah, I think Russell Wilson will make an immediate impact on that team and make him significantly better. Yeah, and like Andrew said, I think they will be hungry. Um, And the X factor for the Chiefs, it's kind of always their defense when you have Patrick Mahomes because you have the faith in him. But I think the biggest X factor actually is fatigue. The thing with the – what I would say is my take on the Chiefs is they're a great regular season team. They're going to win in September and October. They're going to run all the goofy formations and sets, and they'll be ready to go. The Chiefs' struggles begin when they start running late in the season – into teams who have sort of, you know, had the season to prepare for all the goofy stuff. They know that Travis Kelsey is coming across on Mm -hmm. that goal line thing. You know what changed everything for the Chiefs that not enough people talk about? That all those problems you just said, I think, would for the most part be negated. The Chiefs had Kareem Hunt. Yeah, Yeah. that was big. That was not really – he got screwed, kind of. I mean, he didn't wasn't a smart thing to do. But Obviously, if you saw that video. It wasn't like Ray Rice. Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> that changed. That dramatically changes Sean the Chiefs. Teammates now. Yeah, dramatically. Guys, Cleveland has that cut. dramatically changes the future of the Chiefs, though, because the next right. year they draft Clyde Edwards-Helaire in the first round, who for the most part has been ass. Yeah, he's not and lived up to it. Again, again, don't draft running backs in the first round, you morons. But Chiefs, keep please keep doing it. But that massively changes them because I think they are a different team with Kareem Hunt. He led the league in rushing the year. Yeah. He got in trouble. Yeah. Um, all right, we're, we're going to switch gears here. Uh, 
let's talk a little uh, NCAA tournament when we get back. All right, we're back. Madness in the month of March. Jeff Robbins, our NCAA tournament expert, has some things that we should be looking out for as the Sweet 16 approaches this coming weekend. A good first round of 64 and round of 32. No buzzer beaters yet, but some great games. The Bruins are still alive, as well as John Robbins' Arizona Wildcats. Uh, Dad, t- take the stage. Ed- educate us. Well, you asked me to give you the five top stories from the tournament so far, and I kind of put them in the context of the upcoming games. So I'm not going to go through all of the games. Uh, I'm not going to go through all of the games, but uh, my number five story would be coming out of the Texas Tech upcoming game against Duke. Mm -hmm. Texas Tech is going to beat Duke, and the headline out of that game is that Duke is an overrated program, and the college game has passed Coach K by. And good good timing because he's done. He is done, and what I mean by that is they're kind of this – they can't decide what they are. Like, they, they're kind of a mix between a Calipari program at Kentucky where everyone's just going in there for one year to get mm-hmm. into the NBA, and then they're gone. There's no expectation that you're going to stay there for four yeah. years. and. That's like not what Coach K's vision and career has been all about. It's been about taking guys and really developing players so that when they're seniors, they're really good players. He hasn't really produced a ton of NBA stars compared to the hype surrounding the program. So get ready to say goodbye to Coach K on Thursday because Texas Tech is really athletic and they're going to beat him. Roy Williams is better than Coach K. Dean Smith is better than Roy Williams. North Carolina is just massively Bobby better. Knight. Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight. John Wooden. Ben Howland might get fired from Mississippi State this year. He did a poor job. They had a better team than they, they ended up playing like. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, what else do we got? Okay, so my number four story is related to the Villanova-Michigan game coming up. Villanova is a top three program in the country and is going to run Michigan out of the gym. Michigan doesn't even belong in the Sweet 16. But I want, do want to say the number four story out of this tournament is that Juwan Howard won the lottery after the game against Tennessee. And what I mean by that is Juwan Howard just had that controversy where he, like, smacked a Wisconsin coach in yeah, the head awesome. after the game. That was awesome. And he had terrible PR. He got suspended, blah, blah, blah. And then he beats Tennessee – and this Tennessee kid collapses in his arms in the handshake line and, like, cries on Juwan Howard's shoulder. And all Juwan Howard has to do really is just not be a complete asshole and mm-hmm. put his arms around him and comfort the guy. And that story went viral. Like, oh, it yeah. just is indicative of what a great guy Juwan Howard is. Juwan yeah. Howard didn't do anything. He had a guy collapse in his arm and start crying. Yeah, the, <laughs> none, nothing that happened this year with Juwan Howard changed my, like, really opinion. I think it would be cool to play for Jawan Howard. I would rather play for Jawan Howard than Coach K. Well, not me. I, I mean, that. I'm just saying, like, okay, maybe not Coach K is the perfect example, but I think Jawan Howard, I wouldn't. I think he's a celebrity coach. But, yeah, I think there's also a coolness of, like, my coach was on the Fab Five, went to Michigan. My coach went to the NBA. There's something that attracts people to that type of destination. And you know what? He punched that Wisconsin coach because the dude touched the his his player. Yeah, he freaked out. But if I 
if that's my kid and I'm sending them to Michigan and I watch that Wisconsin coach push my kid and my coach loses his mind, famous Jawan Howard, I'm like, fuck yeah. I'll go to battle for this guy. Well, I'd say it's great television. I love that it happened because I enjoyed watching the meltdown. But if I'm the athletic director of Michigan, I don't know how happy I am about it. Yeah, well, all, all coaches in college basketball pale in comparison to the great Mick Cronin. That's true. And that brings me... To my number three, number two and three headlines out of the tournament, which come in re- with respect to the UCLA North Carolina game that's coming up. And the first one I would like to say what all time uniform game? Oh my god! Pretty good one. You said, can you name like a better all of college basketball? UNC UCLA probably the two best uniforms. Very cool uniforms. Yeah. Um, so the first headline out of that game is coming in connection with North Carolina's victory over Baylor, where they were up oh massively. God. I want to say Hubert Davis, the coach of North Carolina, has no idea what he's doing. He was so angry. I got, like, angry watching the game because his players did not know how to break a press. They continued to run into the corners and double madness. teams and turn it over. It was one of the worst coaching displays I've ever seen. They deserve to lose. And they never changed anything about their press break. They just kept doing it exactly. They were just ahead by so much that it didn't kill them. And then they got lucky in overtime. UCLA is going to. Okay, you're more of an expert, and I'm jumping in here, but like UCLA, a Mick Cronin team defensively. Yeah, UNC can put the ball in the basket. I think Tiger Campbell. Mexican Larry Jaime Hawkes Jr., if he's available, I think this UCLA team is going to fuck with them. Well, it's interesting because that's the second headline is Mick Cronin is the most entertaining coach in the tournament. And the tournament is, I mean, the NC2A is a coach's league. Oh, yeah. It's all about the coaches. And Slightly shifting, I A little will say. bit. But they, he, I love Mick because he's so angry. And I love him because he has the shortest hook I've ever seen. If you make a mistake on the court... You are out. You can see him storm to the bench and angrily point at the next guy to come in after somebody made a bonehead play. But he is, in my mind, there's no question that North Carolina is a more talented team than UCLA in terms of ceilings and raw talent. Mick Cronin is such a good coach that UCLA is favored by two over North Carolina after North Carolina beat Baylor. And they're not the most as talented. With a hurt, their best player, a little hurt. Yeah, Mexican Larry's not missing this. He is a gamer. He's going to. I love that dude. Really play well, and just I mean, Mexican Larry is the is a term of ultimate respect. He no, he's a. We're comparing him to Larry. Comparing him to Larry Bird because he can do it all. He actually is was almost too good because they the UCLA started running a lot of isolation with with. Uh, Hawkes on the block and everyone else standing around, but it's because he was just dominating. He's so crafty. I really hope he comes back for a fourth year. Um, he is also the type of guy, Andrew. He's going to be a. I mean, he should be a late first round pick, or he might be a second round pick. He's going to play in the NBA. He might not even get drafted, but he's he'll going be at, to get minutes. He's he'll going be at to summer be league. Team. He will find a roster spot in the NBA, and he will get more and more time over the course of his career. Caruso type arc. He's just solid, but starting from a higher spot, in my opinion, I think he'll have more uh, rep than Caruso did when he's starting out. 
I mean, he's like the type of guy, Andrew, you throw him on the Warriors, you can put him into that, give him the ball in the higher post and let him distribute. He's a great playmaker. He's going to have just to a, shoot the three. He's going to have to shoot the He's going to have three. to shoot the three, but what that type of dude, you don't think he's going to spend 100 hours in the gym and do I think he'll spend the time it? in there. He doesn't have that shot right now. It would be great if he came back for his senior year and, and just became absolute money from three because he doesn't have it right now. But he is going to he's going to play a lot of minutes in the NBA, and he'll have a long career. Yeah. Um, what no else? one else on that team will be. Johnny Juzang's draft stock went in the toilet. Johnny Juzang. Nothing like watching the UCLA game, and then you have like seven minutes left in the game, and it's like Johnny Juzang just scored his sixth point. Like, yeah, God, it's really dude. weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what else you got for us? Okay, on... finally, the number one. Well, just the, the stories that didn't make it onto the top five list is uh, Eric Musselman is a great college coach at Arkansas. He's really done mm-hmm. a great job with that program. He rebuilt Nevada, right? He yeah. rebuilt, he built Nevada. Okay. He didn't rebuild him from anything. Then he coached on the Warriors and Kings for a while. Yeah. He's one of the few guys that have been able to transition back to college. He seems like college. a cool dude. He seems to really be enjoying play, uh, coaching at Arkansas. And Gonzaga can be beat, but not by Arkansas. The number one, though, story coming up this weekend is, in my opinion, the game of the tournament, which is the Houston-Arizona game on, I believe it's Thursday. Uh, Arizona. I thought Houston was playing Duke. No. Texas Tech is playing Oh, Texas Duke. Tech. My bad. My bad. Um, Houston and Arizona will be the most athletic game of the tournament, uh, from regardless of anything else. That matchup is insane. Um, Fast. The, the guy Moore, the guard on Houston, is incredibly good and acrobatic and athletic. And watching him go up against Benedict Matherin is going to be worth the price of admission. I mean, Arizona is an NBA team right now. They have four or five guys that are going to play in the league next year and probably be high picks. They have got Matherin, Tubelis, Coloco, Landry, Paulo might make the league. I don't think that Kirk Creasa guy is, but they got five guys that are legit NBA talent type guys. Mm -hmm. And Tommy Lloyd is the coach of the year for Arizona. It's his first year in the program, a completely remade team. Very few of these guys were even around. Uh, and he's just done an amazing job at taking that program and taking it back to the kind of level that it had with Lute Olson. Mm-hmm. And that is a cherry job because that school and town supports that program like no other. Um, so watch that. If you're going to watch one game this weekend, the Arizona-Houston game is the one to watch. Well, so would Arizona be your pick to win it all? Arizona would be my pick to win it all. Um, UCLA's going to go to the Final Four. UCLA got there. They're going to have to get through Purdue, probably. Bring it on. Um, And that's assuming they're able to get through North Carolina, which is not a given. I mean, I would press. If I was UCLA after watching that last (laughs) game against Baylor, I'd come right out with the press. and just I'd run the press against them almost the whole game. I mean, you'd have to, um, and with the incompetence that they displayed, I I actually wouldn't be surprised if they didn't install a press break in this week. Because I mean, they didn't I know if, anything. If, if I'm Hubert Davis, that's all my team has done know, since that game ended. Would you call the press timeout break. if you're Hubert Davis during all that and being like, "All right, let's let's try something different"? I don't understand how they continued to take the inbound pass and dribble it away from pressure and into the corner over and over.
over and over and over and over again. What do you He'd think? call timeouts, and they would do the exact same thing. What do you think of Chet Holmgren as an NBA prospect? He's got a like a little Porzingis ish. Um, I don't think he's going to be playing more handle on, than I thought he did. He's got handles. His problem is he's he's going to have a hard time. The love doing child of Sean much. Bradley and Kevin Durant. He's going to have a hard time doing a lot on the block in the NBA, um, just because he doesn't weigh enough. But if he can really get his three point shot down, he is Kristaps Porzingis. He's the mm-hmm. same guy. Better handle. Better handle. Yeah. Um, okay. That's on NCAA tournament. We will keep you guys posted on that. Andrew, uh, let's talk a little baseball here before we wrap up. Um, Freddie Freeman goes Ooh. to the Dodgers. Um, a lot of talk has come out basically of like, this is the one, maybe the best lineup I have ever seen. Um, like I'm not, even, I'm not saying that I've Jeff seen that. Said that yeah. yeah. Um, are you buying that the Dodgers are going to be a fucking juggernaut this year? I think that's going to be very similar to last year. I mean, can they finish it off in the playoffs? I don't know. Are they going to win over a hundred games? Yes. I have a, another question. Um, so I know Deshaun Watson you know, it was just 22 people. Uh, Trevor Bauer, uh, any update on so the former Cy Young winner who he, legally it's over and like he passed. He was criminally, okay. you mean criminal. Like he was, he was good. Legally, it's not over. Legally, it's not okay. <laughs> but like he, um, there's no he update won on the that. case. I'm just, I'm, but he got the yeah. The, the MLB, update is the criminal charges got dismissed. But the so, M- but like the MLB, but the MLB like, gets to investigate. They yeah. get to so that's decide going on what now? they want to do. Very similar to what your Deshaun Watson. They're at kind of the same phase. And let's go back well, here. Well, no, they're not because Deshaun Watson just got paid two hundred thirty well, million dollars and has been allowed to process. like seek that. And Trevor Bauer has been blackballed. Yeah, well, we'll see how like, that goes. I mean, it's you, you got to be wearing blinders if you don't see, like, how it's kind of weird how these situations are being dealt with. Like, 22, and he's allowed to go get $230 million, $80 million signing guaranteed, and we're going to act like this Trevor Bauer thing is any different? I can't quite put what my mind on what this is about. I just can't figure it out. Can't quite Privilege. figure it out. I can't quite figure it out. Can't quite figure it out Andrew what are some other uh, free agency stuff going on in baseball well can we really quickly go back to the Atlanta letting Freddie Freeman go to the Dodgers and that that was a trade right no, no they, they, they let him walk in free well they got Matt Olson they got Matt Olson yeah. who I they, think is better than Freddie Freeman he is he's, he's younger, younger than Freddie Freeman I'm he's pissed cheaper off than at the Freddie A's Freeman. I'm pissed off at the A's they Same sent my fucking did. boy Matt Chapman Don't Orange County guys they've done this fucking, for 40 years okay they've done this for 40 years they sent him to Canada that is. That's like sending a dude to the Ukraine. <laughs> Great team, though. Great baseball team. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's true. Well, that's the A's. They do that. That's, I know. That's what they do. I mean, it's just got to be punished. But Matt Olson, he got like a seven or eight year extension for $168 million. They'll love him down so, there. But basically between him, Matt Olson, Ronald Acuna, superstar, and then Ozzy Albies, all three of those contracts is like $320, $330 million, and we can, you can name 10 baseball players that single-handedly get paid more than that. Uh, the motorcycle rider. And Fernando Tatis Jr. is one of them, yes. Yeah. Thank you for that. Remember when we uh, went to those uh, Padres-Rockies Padre games? Yeah. yeah, I do remember that. It was a good time. That was a good time. 
let's. I mean, let's 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 get get the elephant out of the room here, Andrew. You're talking to Giants fans. Jock Peterson. I like the signing. I have always been a Jock Peterson fan. Obviously, um, I think that the Rockies signing Chris Bryant Why is really funny. Been a That's Jock a joke. Peterson he was a Dodger, and I always hated him. So now, um, what is your? The Dodgers are a juggernaut. The Giants are kind of hard to predict. Who knows? How are your Padres going to do this year? Are you just looking forward to football season? Chargers made a lot of moves this year. No, <laughs> the, the, Padres no, the Padres are good. They just you're, do you're, the you're same thing. You're depressed about it, though. You're, there's something I, Yeah, not I really, right. last year it was like a, the worst cliff. Although there were 18 games over 500, and then the Padres were just in San Diego. If the Padres are good. What was worse, 2010 or that? If the Padres are good, how come they don't play good? It's the money ball member in Moneyball. Well, now we got Bob Melvin, so Bob Melvin's going to fix it. You remember that, that Moneyball scene yeah. where the scouts go, Bob Melvin, this guy can really hit. Out of Oakland. He's a good hitter. Well, if he's a good hitter, why don't he hit good? <laughs> I So, gun to your head right now, Dodgers win the division. Are the Padres a playoff team next year? No. So Yes. Okay. They had an extra team. I am I think the one of the most fascinating players in all of baseball to watch this upcoming season will be Joey Bart. Because we've heard about this dude for years. Is See, it almost you know eight great? years? Like I don't know. Like, it's See, that long. It's and the same while. thing with the Orioles. Remember Adley Rutschman, the number one prospect? Same yeah. thing they got going on. And their catcher, he just got hurt, so he might miss opening uh-huh. day. But he has not played. It's been like four or five years and he was the number one overall pick and they raved about him. It's like, dude, he's like 25. That's in catchers last five years. The Giants six are going to take a significant step back this year because Buster's not going to be there, and it's not just because of the his bat. It's the pitching staff. It's it, but Carlos Rodon's effect on the organization. I think, uh, it's everything. Uh, Logan Webb though is going to have a fucking year. I don't. I think the Giants are not going to be bad. I think the Giants will be even involved the Giants, in it all year. A step back for the they Giants. Like they're not going to be like there last year, but they're not going to be like 20 games out of it. They're going to be You can literally be 27 games. How many fucking games. teams are in the playoffs now? So, um, 12 is what they officially agreed on. But they changed that opening day last year. So it could be 14, could be 16. Think Rob about, just keeps you on your toes. Like, I think it was pre-1969. There were no playoffs. It was just you went straight to the World Series. <laughs> that blew my mind when you told me that. So they were like, and then there used to just be like the pennant. Like it was just four it's, teams. That's it's why winning so, the pennant was such a big so deal. Because it was your so ticket to the World now, Series across all sports. I think specifically the NBA. I know we're jumping from MLB to I mean the NBA. Twenty fucking teams make the playoffs. No, they, which means the, the regular games season games are fifteen, twenty games under five hundred. That means this is bullshit. That means the regular season already doesn't matter. So they should just let everyone in. I'm telling you, that's the way the NBA is crazy not to just let them all in. No, you need to go back. Have, to... Get rid of half of them with a first round game with the crappy teams no. getting taken out. No, let them all in. Let them play. I saw someone propose an idea where if you're not at least if you're a if you're under a 45 percent winning percentage, like let's say you're the nine or ten. Like the play in, like no, you don't qualify for it. Maybe use the play in as like a for a year when you have to like. We already we talked about this while the play in game. Stupid! Take I the, hate all of it. They should take the last sixteen teams and let them play for draft order. So 
then they they don't then sandbag. Players aren't gonna. That's the thing. What do you think, uh, Joe Schmo, who's uh, hoping to get a contract, a re-signing from his team this summer? Do you think he's gonna press really hard so they can go draft Chet Holmgren in front of him? Yeah, no. I do, because that guy's gonna be playing for his contract next year, and they're gonna be able to. It's gonna be a showcase for him. It'd be good for the league right now. You take those teams that we're talking about, You'd have to add and they, like 40% of their games are completely meaningless because they play another crappy team. So you're in you're in January, and you're a Kings fan, and they're coming, and you know, the Knicks are coming into town. Hey, Tim, it's hyped. already a completely meaningless game. Tim, put your earmuffs on. Jeez, Tim's, Tim's hyped. He's yeah. at all these games. Well, there's not a lot to do in Sacramento. Oh, another shot at Tim. <laughs> tough, tough, tough. It's not a shot at Tim. It's a shot at the town. I like Sacramento. Um, let me... I'm looking at if anything else has happened. Uh, did you guys see that <laughs> Urban Meyer, when they were playing the Rams during the game, he asked one of his assistant coaches... That 99 guy is something. Who is that? That's Aaron Donald. Will Urban Meyer ever coach again? No. College or pro? No. He's going to be on a, uh, a show lecturing maybe, us. And t- maybe I think he's done. College, no. I could see it like in like four or five years. He Texas. might get a little bored and be like, and then Ohio like, State or Texas. Like Oklahoma State. Is he going to pull a Patino and go play like coach overseas? Yeah, I mean, look what Patino did. He came back. He'll he was, come back. Urban's not done. I say Urban Meyer coaches at a, a weird Big, college. It's it like, comes in with the Akron zips. Dude, at Ball Sack <laughs> Sports, one of the greatest things to ever happen to Twitter. They've Did, didn't Urban Meyer start at Miami of Ohio? Isn't that where he was before no, he, he went to Utah. Utah? I don't know. I, think I don't know was. before Utah. But Ball Sack Sports, they put out this, and it's fucking going everywhere. Everyone thinking it's real. I'll read it to you guys. While most players adopted an attitude of minding their own business as Meyer's behavior grew more bizarre, it grew harder to ignore some of his unusual actions. For instance, Meyer insisted that Tim Tebow have free reign of the facility and practice field long after he had been cut. <laughs> Weekly Tebow Tuesday theme days were mandatory, where every player in practice donned Tebow's professional number 85 jersey, while Coach Meyer would wear his tactical jean shorts and patrol the field on his NFL-branded scooter screaming, Get some! at injured players. <laughs> The last straw was when Urban Meyer tried to require players to sign mandatory competitive chastity pledges, <laughs> where players swore to abstain from all sexual activity between December and May to avoid any possible missed games due to the impending birth of a child. <laughs> that one may have been a little ahead of its time, Urban said when reached for comment. Legitimate reporters are like, Retweeting that, thinking that's real. Ballsack Sports, truly one of the greatest things since Barry McCockiner to happen to Twitter. Ballsack Sports. Is is Urban Meyer's NFL year with the Jaguars like the most disastrous one and done? Like Mike Singletary, but didn't they eventually turn it Jim around? Jim Tom Sula. No, Jim Tomsula. I'd argue. Uh, I'd say Urban Meyer was way like worse. Who else? Than Jim I can't. Tomsula. I think it happened uh, like a month. It too. has to be Urban Meyer. Like that. It was. Oh, remember he the first thing he did after he was hired, like I think less than twenty four hours after, is he went and uh, hired 
the like strength coach that had just gotten fired from Ohio State for like giving all the players drugs no for like hitting on underage girls and shit the first hire Urban Meyer did was that and And then he gets Tim Tebow what was he well, I bet the bars of Columbus, Ohio, dude, have some great Urban Meyer stories. Urban Meyer, dude, he, he's—it's <laughs> those college coaches where he's in a bubble. We call LeBron a yes man, and he is—he's surrounded by yes men. Oh, but but he, Urban Meyer, same shit, dude. Well, he actually like that's how much of an ego this it's guy the has. Big he fish. didn't know who Aaron Donald was. It's the big fish in the little pond. Like LeBron's a big fish, but he's in the ocean. Urban Meyer sitting there in Columbus, Ohio, or. Salt Lake City, Utah, or Jacksonville. Jacksonville. You remember didn't work that? He night, was in the ocean. He told the players that he was. He just didn't go home on the team plane with the entire team. He was like, "I'm gonna stay here." So, yeah. I'm not I wonder what he was it. up to that night. No, that's the video. <laughs> Some good. Oh, that's for what he stayed for. That, that video is that night. Oh. Yeah. Did you guys see? Uh, He's like a football version of David Lee Roth. Does some crazy shit, no. blows off Eddie, do a solo album, <laughs> picks out his women in the crowd. Next thing you know, he's, <laughs> you know, shuffle dancing with short hair at Vegas show clubs. What was it? He was a a first responder or an EMT? Yeah, an EMT. David Lee Roth at one point post Van Halen worked as an EMT in New York. Imagine you like fall down the stairs or something and got to call the hospital and enrolls David Lee Roth. Wow. You okay over there? (laughs) Yow. (laughs) Do you think he just throws in random screams when he's talking to his friend? Everything's going to be fine. Yow. Uh, David Lee, what a legend. You said that, what was the thing about Daryl Hall that he was approached to join Van Halen? Eddie Van Halen approached Daryl Hall about joining Van Halen. I don't he's Daryl Hall said he doesn't know how I mean it was a really casual, brief conversation. Bro, but he would have been better. That would have been so funny. Sammy Hagar was perfect at the time. You guys he was but you gotta Darryl understand Daryl Hall. Hall's dude, one of the greatest voices. When David of all Lee Roth Van Halen, it was like, Oh my god, they're done. There is no way anyone They are effectively him. done. I know like no, they're not. Yeah, they are. Fifty one fifty was a great album. Yeah, but great it's like album. comparing um I don't even know. Like you can't compare David Lee Roth there to Sammy Hagar. It's just like a different You don't have level. to. You can enjoy them both. You can. But I can just I can sit I'm on a podcast and I can be judgmental. Um, anything else we should go over? Um All that women's tournaments going on. So no. Twenty nine, twenty eight, UConn. <laughs> Shout out Leah. Five Thomas. minutes left. Horses are making the turn. Um, I almost just said something incredibly inappropriate, but I didn't. So credit to me. Um, Can this, we talk about the subject we were talking about before the pod? No, we can't, but that is a little teaser to the listeners. Um, this has been episode 156. Thank you for everyone turning in. Look at that, dude. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Um. Yeah, Dad and Andrew, always great having you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we'll be back later this week with Peter Gonzalez. Um, leather jacket. I don't know. God bless. See you guys next time. Thank you.